0: This is Unplugged, 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 Unplugged. Welcome to this episode of Unplugged. I'm really excited for this episode because we are going to get into the juicy stuff. If you've listened to the last three episodes, uh, it's been... A series of unpacking our expectation and how we are going to attack 2023, how we are to be equipped for the journey ahead of us through scripture that is through the lens of the word of God. And I should probably double stamp this and say through the lens of. The word of the living God, that is the God of the Bible, Jehovah El Shaddai, the God who created heaven and earth. Now, there's so much to come that um, I'm really excited because uh, the, the the last three episodes were more of laying a foundation of saying, okay, this this is what we're probably going to be up against but now you know scripture says prophecy is supposed to be for edification of the body so in case you did feel like the last two or three episodes were more like you know they put some kind of fear um in you it was more to kind of awaken you to 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 make you sober to to prepare you so now that that you know now that i have your attention <clears throat> i want to get into the parts of victory you know i want to start talking about how can we triumph in 2023? Can we, what can we look into the word of God and say, okay, best on what we know is going to come because we know, as I say, in the, the last two or three episodes that right now, especially as a Christian, the three calendars you need to be consolidating right now, heaven's calendar, um, earth's calendar, the events happening in the earth help you to really um bookmark or timestamp stamp where we are on heaven's calendar because heaven prophesies and says this will happen this will happen this will happen this will happen now heaven does not specifically say that this will happen in 2023 but what it does, it tells you that during such and such a time, these things will be happening. You know, um, deception will intensify. Once deception intensifies, once the foundations of truth are being fought against, then you know that we are in the last days. So based on the events unfolding in the earth, they, the time stamp that they point to in heaven's calendar is that we are in the last days now once you have those two you have to understand that once you make the lord jesus christ as your savior that scripture says you are taken out of the you are you are taken out from under the power of darkness and translated into the kingdom of his dear son That is in Colossians chapter one, verses 13. So once you are translated from under the power of darkness, under the influence of darkness and translated into the kingdom of his dear son, scripture says, you are a citizen of heaven. And you are at that point an ambassador of Christ. So your orders are no longer from earth, but your orders are from heaven, from your master the Lord Jesus Christ. That's that's who becomes, that's the jurisdiction that you get your orders from. Now, once you are living on the earth, there's different kingdoms of administration. Remember the scripture says that Satan is the God of this world. And in this world, there's different kingdoms, the kingdoms of the world. Uh, a few episodes, maybe six episodes back, I touched on the kingdom of heaven versus the kingdoms of the world. When Jesus was tempted in the desert, we know that Satan showed him the glory of all the kingdoms of the world. Now, the kingdoms of the world does not only mean, let's say, the glory of nations, you know. So Satan was not only showing him and saying, uh, I'll give you, let's say, the glory of the United States or the glory of, let's say, the United Kingdom, or let's say the glory of this other country, the glory of that country. No, 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 no. The kingdoms of the world are the systems of the world. So the kingdoms of the world is any operation, any kind of system in the world. And how do you differentiate a kingdom of the world from the kingdom of heaven the kingdom of heaven stands the scripture says for the kingdom of heaven is righteousness peace and joy in the holy ghost so if let's say your happiness as a human being is being driven from let's say the influence of drugs and addiction that is a kingdom of that is a kingdom of let's say um drugs that's a kingdom let's say of drugs right because that kingdom tells you, I mean, let's say that, that kingdom of happiness, what is funneling that happiness is not joy through the Holy Ghost. It is, let's say, let's say the kingdom of, 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 of happiness, let's say, in this world. Let's say happiness. Or this construct, not, not not this construct. Let's say let's talk about happiness, for instance. If your happiness is going to come from possessions of let's say cars, houses, is going to come from let's say sex, let's say drugs, alcohol, that kingdom is not. The way he differentiate that fruit of that kingdom from the fruit of the kingdom of heaven is that in the kingdom of heaven, you are going to be happy through joy in the Holy Ghost. The kingdom of heaven is righteousness, the right standing. Righteousness means right standing. Right standing with who? With the God of the heaven. The God of heaven who created heaven and earth. Righteousness, joy, and peace. Let me make sure I get that correctly here. So, yes, for the kingdom, the the, the, the kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost that that is how you differentiate the kingdoms so let's look at the music industry how do you differentiate within the music industry is it the a music industry within the kingdom of the world as as a music industry the, 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 a kingdom of the world can mean something like let's say the music industry now How would you differentiate the music industry of the world and the music industry of heaven? Basically. In the other one, you look at the message that is being communicated. Does, is it soul that like, does it, does it uplift people's moods? Does it uplift, does it build up people? You know, does it edify them? Does it purify their hearts? Does it? You know how does how does that music system whatever is communicated what does it do to the people that are listening to it but if you find music that communicates righteousness um that communicates peace and joy through the holy ghost then you say those two music industries one of them the one that does not follow these principles is a music industry of the world whereas the other one is a music industry of the heaven right so you can go and say kingdoms of the world can mean music industry the movie industry politics uh economic system all all of this right so as a christian your jurisdiction now becomes your job is to bring the kingdom of heaven onto the earth. Because when Jesus taught his disciples to pray, he said, pray after this matter. Hallowed be thy name. It says, our Father, Abba, Father, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. So let your kingdom of heaven come onto the earth and dominate the kingdoms of the world and replace them because they are not of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is a spirit of truth, is a, is a comforter. It's a spirit of truth. So it says righteousness, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So any spirit that is not a spirit of truth means, if the fruit, if the outcome of whatever you are doing is not through the spirit of truth, then you know that that's not a kingdom of heaven. Okay, so with that being said, Jesus also said in, in John chapter 16, John chapter 16 or John chapter 14, John chapter 16, he said, in this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer for I have overcome the world. That was in John chapter 14, Verses 27, he said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, I give unto you, not as the world gives, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And there's another part where he says, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. They were sad. He was talking to his disciples and they were sad. <clears throat> and he said, But be of good cheer. Yeah. He, he said, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. Um, where is the part? Uh, Holy Spirit, help me out. It's somewhere here in John chapter 14. But anyways, he talks about, do not let your heart be troubled. My peace I give you. My peace I leave with you. In this world you'll have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Anyways. Um, I'm trying to find that. Where is that? Anyways. So in, we're we're talking about 2023. There is a peace that he has left with us that even as we see things kind of, you know, we see turmoil being wrapped up, that they still a way for us to operate and thrive and be victorious. And so... That's what I've been really inquiring from the Lord and saying, well, you told us to not be afraid. You told us that um, you're going to make a way for us, right? So can you start opening up the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven that your children, that we may know how to partake in, in this mysteries, the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. And one of the things that he has brought to my attention has been authority authority. What does that have to do with all of this? There's a very There's a very important scripture that, yes. Yeah, that is in John 16, John chapter 16, verses 33. Yeah, I was trying to find the scripture. So Jesus said, these things I have spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulations, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. There's so much in there. I have overcome the world. What has he overcome in the world? I have overcome the kingdoms of the world. Uh, Be of good cheer. In me shall have peace. Well, how can we have peace in him? Who is him? Well, he is, remember, he's the king of kings. He's the king of the kingdom of heaven, the everlasting kingdom, right? So, I I'd never really seen this, but, First, listen to this. This is from Matthew chapter eight. Now, let me let me let me build up. Let me build up to what are how are you going to have peace in Him in 2023? What, how can why can you have why can you be a good cheer? How has He overcome the world? That's now the adventure we're going to go on and see. What things has he put in place for us that can apply to 2023? And you can say, this is going to be my lens through which I'm going to attack this year. And it is hidden in a scripture that I I had never really seen this before. Okay, this is from Matthew chapter 8, verses 5. And this is a story that we are familiar with that you are probably familiar with. This is taken from the uh, from the Gospel of Matthew, um, chapter eight, starting at verse five. It says, And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion, beseeching him, and saying, Lord, my servant lies at home, sick of the palsy. Grievously tormented, Verse 7. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof. Wow. But speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. Okay? Now, Verse nine. This is this is there's a mystery here. Remember now we're turning uh, uh, This is we're, we're We're running like two two storylines here. We're running a storyline of discerning whether what 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 is the time that we're in, right? We're also running another storyline of how can we be a good cheer? How has he overcome the world? And we're also running another storyline. of of decoding mysteries in the kingdom of heaven because that's the kingdom that he has now brought and given us access to that we shall be able to overcome the power of darkness that we shall be faced with in 2023 the mystery is here in verse number nine In verse number 8, the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say unto this man, Go, and he goeth. And to another, Come, and he cometh. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. Wow. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said unto them that followed, verily I, verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. And I say unto you, the many shall come from the east and west, and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way. And as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed in the self-same hour. Now, You've probably had this scripture so many times. Do you realize that the the, the centurion said something? For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say unto this man, go and he goes and another come and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. So, the reason that the centurion, uh, the reason that the centurion is able to, the reason the centurion is able to delegate authority is because he is under authority. Ah, uh, I, Holy Spirit, help them. Help us. The reason the centurion, like like he says, I am a man under authority. So the reason he the reason he has soldiers the reason he 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 his servant the reason he has soldiers and servants and the reason as to why he tells them go here come here and they do all of that he said for i am a man under authority so The first thing you need to understand is the first umbrella that you need to get under in 2023 is going to be you need to get under authority. So one of the key principles that you see, the reason Jesus was able to do the miracle signs and wonders he did when he was walking on this planet, was he was first a man under authority. He knew where his authority was coming from, and he submitted himself under the authority of the Father. All across in John, in the Gospel of St. John, you hear him saying, I and the Father are one. The Son does what he sees the Father do, for the Father teaches him to do to do these things as i hear i judge and he says i do not my own will but the will of he that sent me so before you are going to have authority over your business over your marriage over your health over anything in order for your army Ah <laughs> um I'm I'm trying not to go into like preaching mode here. <laughs> um because I, I really feel now that the, the, I feel a strong presence of the Holy Spirit. So the reason before your army can go out, before you can get the authority to command your soldiers and your servants to do things for you and for them to obey. You need to be under authority. You see, it's not about you. Soldiers, okay. A captain, a cap, the only reason a captain, if we're gonna look at an army, right? The only reason a captain is going to obey a general is because the general is under authority to the commander-in-chief. Do you see this? There's a whole power hierarchy here. So for you to tap into the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven In order for you to dominate 2023, because, okay, let's look at it. So, the centurion had a problem, right? And he gave us insight into how authority works. Into how authority works. Now, the only reason, and that's why... (laughs) Do you remember, like, in the book of Acts? Oh, this is good. Do you remember in the book of Acts where in Acts chapter 19, check this out. In Acts chapter 19, verses 11 to 17. In Acts chapter 19, verses 11, uh, is that the one that I want? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it the one? Help me, 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 help me. Okay. So, um, help me, Holy Spirit. So anyways, it's, yeah, I think I, 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 I wrote down the wrong scripture here. But anyways, there's a part in scripture where, um, these guys, uh, the sons of, uh, the seven sons of Skeva, where they go out mimicking Paul, and the they get whooped, and and they say, uh, "I need to find that." So you need to get an authority, but hold that thought. Let me let me find that scripture. It's very important for us. So yes, it's in Acts. It's in Acts chapter nineteen um I just wasn't seeing it so I want I want you I want you to get this your victory your victory in 2023 is all going to be designated under what umbrella of authority you are under that that's where that's what I'm trying to get to So let us touch on this whole thing of authority because you see, no matter what situation is going to come that you're going to be faced up against in 2023, that situation, in order for it to bow to you, to respond to when you speak, let's say if it's a sickness, in order for you to stand in authority and say, by his stripes, I am healed and for that disease to leave your body in order for you to speak to your finances to your marriage to your citizens whatever it's going to be you have to understand there's a spirit of obedience and rebellion there's a spirit of obedience and rebellion the spirit of rebellion can only bow down to authority. When it senses there is no authority in you, it will not bow down. That means the situation will not bow down to you. The, the, The chains, the bondage, the yokes, the burdens, they will not leave you if you're not if they don't sense authority. Okay, we're we're still building this up, bear with me. Acts chapter 19, it says, this is the backstory. It says, God did extraordinary miracles through Paul so that even handkerchiefs and aprons that had touched him were taken to the sick and their illnesses were cured and the evil spirits left them. Then it says, some Jews, okay, this is what I want you to capture. Some Jews who went around driving out evil spirits tried to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who were demon-possessed. They would say, In the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, I command you to come out. Seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish chief priest, were doing this. One day the evil spirit answered them, Jesus I know and Paul I know about, but who are you? Who are you? You, Then the man who had the evil spirit jumped on them and overpowered them all. He gave them such a beating that they ran out of the house naked and bleeding. When this became known to the Jews and Greeks living in Ephesus, they were all seized with fear, and the name of the Lord Jesus was held in high honor. Uh Uh-huh. What you really need to see in this passage here is a mystery of authority. When they say Jesus, I know, do you realize that we have seven several encounters of, of in the in the Bible where the demons knew who Jesus was before even he had before even his disciples knew him? Because in, in one instance, when Jesus came across the was came across, came into the region of Gennesaret, and he encountered the demon-possessed man who had been cutting himself and used to live in the tombs, and no man could bind him, and with every chain that they bound him, this guy would break it. The demons came to Jesus and said, Thou son of David. No, in fact, they said, Um, let's go right there. That's in Mark, because I want I want to see this whole thing of Jesus. I know Paul. I know it's a it's a thing of authority. It's a thing of authority. So this is in Mark chapter five. In Mark chapter five, verses seven, and cried with a loud voice, and said, "What have I to do with you, Jesus?" thou son of the most high god i adjure thee by god that thou torment me not this was an this was a demon an evil spirit that knew who this guy was he knew that jesus was the son of the most high god and he said i adjure you by god that you torment me not that you torment me not you see the evil spirit the demon knew the authority that jesus was operating under it was the authority of the most high god so when these sons here of of skiva were going out and casting out demons and saying i in the name of jesus whom paul preaches I command you to come out. They, the reasons this div, this evil spirit rebelled and even attacked them was because they knew these guys had no authority. Because they say, Jesus, I know. And Paul, I know. Because Paul has been sent under the authority of Jesus. Under the authority of the Lord Jesus. So they say, Jesus, I know. I know who's, I know who that guy is. That guy is under the authority of the most high God. And I know who Paul is. Paul is under the authority of the Lord Jesus. But who are you? So, how does that apply? So let's say the market is speaking to you. You know, you know, you, you, you remember when Jesus cast the fig tree? oh man this is some good stuff I, I i really hope this is this is really doing it for you like it is doing it for me because the more that i talk about it uh the more that i'm learning on the fly as well but you have to understand that sometimes um how how, how this happens a lot of the times is um you know i ask the Lord, say, so, okay well you know what are we going to talk about you know this is what i feel Okay, we're looking at 2023 through the lens of the word of God and there's some points and whatever but it becomes the Lord starts to speak well you know once the mic gets rolling so there's a lot of things that I learned on air as well and I'm like wow as I'm saying it I'm like wow I need that so do you realize that uh when Jesus cast the fig tree, it says that he answered the tree. So this was the creator of the universe. And he knew that if a fig tree has leaves, it should have figs. But this tree had rebelled against its nature. The fact that this tree had leaves and had no figs, it was speaking. Jesus took that As almost a slap in the face so this situation spoke to him because the scripture says and Jesus answered the tree what do you mean he answered the tree he answered the rebellion he answered the spirit that had caused that irregularity to happen this was in Mark chapter 11 it says Jesus actually no this is in Mark chapter 10 It says, Jesus answered the tree. So he answered a situation. The situation spoke to him because the situation had no figs. And Jesus was hungry. He came to eat. Actually, it's in Mark chapter 11, verses 12. It says, and on the morrow, when they were come from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing a fig tree afar off, having leaves, he came. If happily, he might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for the time of figs was not yet. And Jesus answered and said unto it, No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. Jesus spoke to the tree, but he was speaking to the the irregularity, the system of corruption that had corrupted this tree to bear leaves and have no fruit. Do you see that? Now, how, how 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 does this apply? So there are going to be some situations that arise in 2023 that are saying things to you. You know, if they're saying inflation is going up, if they're saying that the housing crisis is is just going to get worse. If the same that the cost of groceries is going up, if they come and say the cost of gas is going up, if your mental health is under attack, all of these things in the natural are representative of spiritual authorities. That's so. You have to understand that the world that you see in the natural, we live in a in a realm of cause and effect. Whatever you see in the natural is just the effect of what has caused it in the spirit realm. Paul is, Paul says in Second Corinthians chapter ten, uh, verses four, starting from three, he says. He says. For though we, he talks about that, though we walk in the flesh, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Let me find that. Second Second Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3, he says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. So you are not warring against the gas prices. In in a sense of like in the natural sense, that is just an effect of the spirit of the kingdom of Satan, the kingdoms of the world that are causing this. There is spiritual reasons behind why you know realist you know price of the market is going up or the market crashing, or uh, food shortages, or the mental health epidemic. These spiritual reasons behind the things that you're going to encounter in 2023, and so at the core of it, behind it, there's these spirits, these these principalities. Paul talks about that, in in Ephesians, it opens up our eyes, the eyes of our understanding, to how these things operate, because Paul says in Ephesians chapter six. That finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Okay? You're not wrestling against gas prices. You're not wrestling against the housing market. You're not wrestling against inflation. What are you really wrestling against? He says you're wrestling against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. These are not constructs in the natural. Yes, they have they have they have effects in the natural realm. Maybe they are manifesting through an increase in the in the housing market, an increase in the gas prices, uh, food shortages, mental health epidemic, immorality. But these are things in the spirit realm, because remember we're talking about mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Remember that in in Daniel chapter eight. I. <clears throat> Remember, you have guys, you, you have to piece these things together. You have to see how how how, how this whole thing is structured and laid up. Open up your mind. Open up, allow your mind to see, ask for revelation, ask for the eyes of your understanding to be enlightened. This when you start to see things on this level, you're like, wow, it changes how you react. It changes. When you see a bad report on the news, it changes how you react to it. You don't sometimes you don't even pay too much attention. There are things that are devastating that are that happen around the world in certain regions. Um because I don't want to come across as insensitive. So I'm I'm not gonna mention specific geographical locations, but hold a thought. Um here in Daniel chapter 8 in Daniel chapter 8 is very interesting because actually it's in it's in Daniel chapter 10 it says in the 3rd year of Cyrus king of Persia a thing was revealed unto Daniel whose name was Belshazzar now in that is in verse 1 in verse 13, the angel comes and tells him, in fact, he starts in, in, in chapter 12, let, let me let let me start from verse 11, Daniel chapter 10, verse 11, Daniel hears these things and says, the angel said unto Daniel, Oh Daniel, a man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak unto you and stand upright. For unto you I am now sent. And when he had spoken this word unto me, I stood trembling. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that you did set your heart to understand and to chasten yourself before thy God, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. But the prince of the kingdom of Pasher withstood me one and twenty withstood me twenty-one days. Below, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia. So, on paper, in the natural realm, Persia had a king, and the king was called Cyrus. But the angel talks about another king of Persia in the spirit realm because he says, first of all, that the but the prince of the kingdom of Persia, right, withstood me, and then he also talks about. I remained there with the kings of Persia, so in the spirit realm, Persia, not only had one king but kings of Persia and the prince of the kingdom of Persia. Then he goes on to talk about the prince of Greece. So th- change your mind. The reason I'm telling you to start to see things from this perspective is because you, when you're walking through life, when you're walking through 2023, it's going to be your authority versus other authorities that are manifesting through the housing market, through the health of your body, through the disobedience of your children, through mental health, through grocery prices, through food shortages, through immorality, through road rage, through all of these things. And when you strip it down, it's going to be two spirits talking to each other. The authority of the spirit backing you up versus the authority of the spirit that is talking against you or that is causing that problem. So, Your victory in 2023 is domiciled in under whose authority you are going to be. So if you have no authority, you need to get under authority because when you talk to a situation, the situation is going to say unto you, Jesus I know, Paul I know, but who are you? It's not going to be taught. it, the, the spirit will know because the spirit will sense that your words are not with authority. There is no authority that is backing them up. Do you remember when Jesus started teaching in the synagogues in one of his first sermons that the people marveled at his teaching and they said his doctrine is with authority. His doctrine is with authority. Which means when you speak, when we all speak, there's a frequency. All our words don't carry the same frequency. No, you can say the same thing, but it won't be at the same frequency. Just like you can hear someone say, uh, just like if someone, if two people are cursing you out, right? The tonality in one curse can be more hurtful than, the, than the, the, the the curse from one person can be more hurtful. It can be the same word say, but one can have more impact on you, one can hurt you more than the other because of the tonality. There was there, there was a force behind it, right? It's just like when you say, I love you, right? There's different frequencies at which you can say that phrase. That at a certain frequency, when you release the word, I love you, it, it has more impact on the person who's receiving it. So, one of the things that the Lord has been revealing to me, He's saying that, Tell my people to get back under authority. So, I said, Authority, what do you mean? I mean, I'm a Christian. Or like you might also be a believer and you might be saying, or I'm a Christian, you know, I'm a believer, you know. He said, so so we're talking about authority, right? So the first thing before we start to transition into where our authority is going to be domiciled, how we're going to activate our authority and, and all these things, how we're going to get more backing in our authority is, Again, remember where we started from. The centurion brought something to attention. And said, "For I am um, I am a man under authority, and because I am under authority, that's why the people who are soldiers under me, when I say go, they go." Do you hear that he said? He said that. Therefore, I said to one, "Go," and he goes. So you could have soldiers under you. And they won't obey you because you're not under authority. But the reasons why he told his soldiers go and they go is because they recognize that he was under authority. Now, from, from, the, from another mystery of the kingdom, it says um, that we have ministering spirits and angels that are sent forth to minister for us that's that's from hebrews right check that out quickly i i just want to lay the landscape for you so that there's a, there's a lot that we're touching on here but i but i really ask that stick with me stick with me in hebrews chapter 11 it says no hebrews chapter 1 thank you in hebrews chapter 1 it says but which of the angels said he, Hebrews chapter 1, verses 13. But to which of the angels said he at any time, sit on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool? Mm-hmm. Are not, it says, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? Now you have ministering spirits another another really cool thing that I saw in this passage of the Centurion he said he has soldiers and servants now you're ministering spirits as a child of God you have angels who have been set aside for you to do your work to to bring upon to bring about the power of God to manifest in supernatural ways on your behalf just like Satan's kingdom has soldiers who go around and incite violence, cause lust, incite lust, incite lust, incite immorality, incite unrighteousness, incite you know, lies, incite greed. Just like Satan has spirits, soldiers, demons who go around causing all this wretchedness to happen you know, causing someone to pick up a gun and show up at a school and gun down kids and showing someone who, you know, to do all these unlawful things. So do you, as a child of God, have angels, and Hebrews calls them ministering spirits that are sent forth to minister for you. Now, in the passage of the centurion, one of the things that you see, he calls them soldiers. But remember he says, for I have soldiers under me, and I say unto one, go, and he goes. And remember I said that the reason the soldier goes is because the soldier recognizes that his master is under authority. So your angels, when you speak, they have to sense that you are indeed under authority. Just because you say it, just because you say something, your angels won't necessarily get to moving and working if they don't sense that you are not an authority. And there's different um, instructions that Jesus talked about that will point to a Christian believer being under authority under him. He says love is the fulfillment of the law. He says, if you fulfill my commandment, he that loves me is he that fulfills my commandment. Right? It starts to talk about the love is the fulfillment of the law. So if love if walking in love is one of the things that shows that you are truly under authority, when you walk in the love of Jesus Christ, the love that is shown in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, it shows that you are under the Lordship and the authority of Jesus Christ. So when you speak to your soldiers, when you speak to the spirits, of manifestation of the bad things that are going to happen to 2023 the reason they will obey you is because they will no longer ask who are you they will see that you have been under authority they'll see because of the way you talk because of the way you act towards your neighbor because of what you do because of how you treat other people because of how you how you you know you're not going around judging everybody just go. Just go. Use First Corinthians chapter thirteen as a rubric of your love life, of your love walk. It is how you act, according to the laws that Jesus has delegated to us, that other that those spirits and the the evil spirits and the angels will be able to recognize that you are under authority. So now, when you speak to them, your soldiers will go yonder. When you speak to the situations in your life, the storms, the obstacles that 2023 is going to bring, they will obey you and give way because they'll understand that what the voice that is speaking is coming from a higher authority than the authority that is backing them up. I, I, I hope that now drives it home. So then I asked, I said, so let's look at um, this is now this becomes then a, a segue into something else that is very interesting. One of the places, if you're wondering, one of the places that you really need to be under authority is under the church. Now, there's a lot that I'm going to have to touch on here. So, you could be a Christian that you are... You know, let's say you're walking in love, but let's say you, you, you don't have, let's go to, let's pull up some scriptures here. Let me first read some scriptures and you can see where, 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 where we're going. It'll, it'll give us some courage. So, authority. Now, I was wondering when I was asking the Lord for direction for twenty twenty three, and I said, "Where is our victory for twenty twenty three? Where, where is it? What is the key that is going to hold our victory?" <clears throat> Overcoming 2023. And before it came around to authority, for some reason, I, I found my he took me to Revelations chapter 1, 2 and 3, and I've spent a lot of time camping out there. And I still didn't get it. So, this was written to the churches of Asia and this and this and that. And but there's some interesting things that we see in the book of Revelations, chapter 1, was like, oh, wait a minute. We missed this this whole time. Let's go to Revelations, chapter 1. How to approach 2023 through the lens of the Word of God and mysteries of the kingdom of heaven that's why i'm using a lot of scripture i want to show you that god's thoughts as it says in isaiah 55 my ways are not your ways my thoughts are not your thoughts for as high as the heaven is above the earth so are my ways and my thoughts so god does not god builds His principle. He has God has several principles. Victory of our lives as a believer is never really tied to like one key principle only. There's multiple key principles in place that you have to look at, and then you can get the full picture. So God can say something, let's say. In let me say the book of Revelation, but what you might not understand is that to that, that is just where it is stored, right? The key could be stored in the book of Revelation, but that key in the book of Revelation opens the door, and the door that leads to that mystery that leads to that the principle that breakthrough principle the door is in the book of ephesians because in the book of proverbs this is how god does it because he wants you to go on like scavenger hands adventuring through his word god does not want you to have to think that he's a he's not a one God is not cookie-cutter. In the book of Proverbs 27, no, I think it's chapter 20, verses 27, <clears throat> it says that, actually, in Proverbs chapter 25, verses 2, it says, it is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings, is to search out a matter. This is Proverbs chapter 25, verses 2. It says, it's the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings is to search out a matter. What does this mean? So it was the glory of God to conceal our victory of 2023. But now it has become our honor to search it out. So the key of 2023, well, I believe this is the key. <clears throat> I found the key in, 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 the book of Revelation, but then that key started to open up doors in the book of Daniel and specifically in the book of Ephesians, cause I've never seen this. So. When you read the book of Revelation, one, I'm just going to quickly point to some, to some things here. In, in Revelation chapter one, verses three, it says, blessed is he that reads and hears the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand. John to the seven churches, which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from him which is, which was, and which is to come. Okay? So, again, when Jesus finally introduces himself, he says, I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord. This is in verse 8. Which is, and which was, and which is to come. So he tells him, write the things... This is in Revelations chapter 1, verses 19. It says, Write the things which you have seen, and the things which are, and the things which shall be hereafter. This is Revelations chapter 1, verses 19. Write the things which you have seen, and the things which are, and the things which shall be hereafter. So the book of Revelation is a book that has it gives you like a prophetic utterance on three time scales, on three time, on three dimensions, three time dimensions. It it, it has an utterance for um it has an utterance for yesterday, today and tomorrow. So, it has an utterance for 2023. It had an utterance for 2022. It has an utterance for 2024. So, you take, there's a key there that you take there, and you start to unlock other doors that will point to the times and seasons that we're going through. For instance, inflation. The inflation that we're dealing with right now, just, I mean, since we're it's really getting juicy in here. The, the inflation that we are dealing with right now can be found in the book of um, Malachi. No, the book of Micah. The book of Micah chapter six. Let me try to find it here. I did some study on that. <clears throat> so in the book of Micah, chapter six, it's very interesting. When you look at what is happening, what has been happening to us economically, you know, since last year, and which seems to be an ongoing theme, this whole inflation theme, I don't know why. Sometimes the Lord will lead you to certain places and he'll show you, say, what is going on right now in the world Here. So this is from the another prophetic book. So another thing is that as a as a Christian, I want to encourage you to spend time in the prophetic books. You know, Peter said that we have a Moshua word of prophecy. The words spoken in the prophetic books were inspired for times like this. Yes, God can utter a, a new prophetic word. Now, but the more sure word of prophecy is always the one that has been written in his word. As Peter says, we have a more sure word of prophecy. That is somewhere in Second Peter, when he was telling them about how they saw how they were on the Mount of Transfiguration. I will just quickly show that to you. Yes. Uh, yeah, Peter was talking to them about how they were on the Mount of Transfiguration and, and Peter goes on to say but we have a more sure word of prophecy that is in second, where is that, where was that, where was that, where was that, that was in, help me, help me, help me, <sighs> where is that, Um. anyways, Somewhere in one of the letters that Peter wrote, he talks about he he, you know, he he talks to them that they were on the Mount of Transfiguration and they had a voice. And once the voice came down from heaven, he goes on to say, But we even have a more sure word of prophecy where is that come on come on Holy Spirit help me out where is that where is that where is that yeah Uh, yes this is in second Peter chapter 1 he says for uh, I'll start in verse 16 he says for we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we have made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ but were eyewitnesses of his majesty, for he received from the God the Father honor, glory, when there came a voice to him from the excellent glory, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased, and this voice which came from heaven we heard when we were with him in the holy mount. We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto you do well that you take heed, as unto a light that shines in darkness until the day dawn, and the day star arise in your hearts. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation, for the prophecy came not in all time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So, I want to close out this episode on, for instance, the prophetic book of Micah, when I was going through it, I said, "Wow!" So, you, you know, you, 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 we're talking about uh, inflation—the the, the inflation that we're seeing—and you'll notice that we're seeing a lot of these things happening right now. In in Micah chapter six, it talks about, and I'm looking at the Micah chapter six verses eight to sixteen. It says, No. It says, No, O people, the Lord has told you what is good. This is the NLT translation. And this is what he requires of you to do what is right, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Fear the Lord if you are wise. His voice calls to everyone in Jerusalem. The armies of destruction are coming. The Lord is sending them. What shall I say about the homes of the wicked filled with the treasures? gained by cheating what about the disgusting practice of measuring up grain with dishonest measures how can i tolerate your merchants who use dishonest scales and weights the rich among you have become wealthy through extortion and violence your citizens are so used to lying that their tongues can no longer tell the truth therefore i will wound you i will bring you to ruin for all your sins you will eat but never have enough Your hunger pangs and emptiness will remain. And though you try to save your money, it will come to nothing in the end. You will save a little, but I'll give it to those who conquer you. You will plant crops, but not harvest them. You will press your olives, but not get enough oil to anoint yourselves. You will trample the grapes, but get no juice to make your wine. You will keep only the laws of evil King Omri. It says, you keep only the laws of evil King Omri. You follow only the example of wicked King Ahab. Therefore, I will make an example of you, bringing you to complete ruin. You will be treated with contempt, mocked by all who see you. This is just some of the commentary that I made. The Lord wants us to do what is right, to love mercy and walk humbly with him. Now, this is a prophecy against us if these things continue happening. If which things continue happening, treasure gained by cheating, dishonest measures, dishonest scales and weights, rich people becoming wealthy through extortion and violence, citizens who are so used to lying that their tongues can no longer tell the truth. Isn't this happening? You tell me. So that's how you can use these prophetic books to interpret the times and seasons we're in and even know the consequences. Now, when you see something like this happening, the Lord already gives you an antidote of what to do. He says, the Lord wants you to do what is right, love mercy, and walk humbly with him. That is an antidote to all the destruction that comes from these practices. Now, he says, you will eat, but never have enough. Hunger pangs and emptiness will remain. Though you try to save money, it will come to nothing in the end. You will save a little, but I will give it to those who conquer you. You will plant crops, but not harvest them. You will press your olives, but not get enough oil to anoint yourselves. You will trample the grapes, but not get juice to make your wine. Why? For you only keep the practices, the laws of evil King Omri, And follow only the examples of evil king, uh, of, of wicked king Ahab, right? Follow only the examples of evil king Ahab. So, you can see where some of the root problems of the inflation we're dealing with. There's spiritual reasons behind it. There's spiritual reasons behind it. And there's so much more. Now... I, what I'm going to do is we, I in, in the next episode, I'm now going to dive into where our authority for 2023, the key to our authority in 2023. And once you, you get under that umbrella, that shelter, that covering, I really, honestly, truly believe because I've been seeking the Lord so diligently on this and saying, please, please, Lord Jesus, please strengthen me and equip me to speak. Uh, Really, I want to make sure that this utterance is interpreted very well. So what I've done in this episode is now start to move into how we are going to gain victory, how we should be equipped to overcome 2023. The one thing I want you to learn is that you need to be under authority because the situations of 2023, the spirits of disobedience, of all trauma, of all heartache, of all any kind of evil, any unrighteous thing, anything of lawlessness that that you're going to encounter has a spirit, has an authority backing it up. As Paul said, principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, and wicked spirits in the heavenlies. And in order for them to give way to you, they are going to have to first discern and sense that you are a man or woman under authority. So in the next episode, I'll start to dive into the key out of the book of Revelation, chapter one, two, and three. And we're going to take that key and start to see that, is it really true that this is a key that we can lean on for authority, for victory in 2023? You'll actually see that, yes, it does. Thank you for tuning in. Once again, this was Unplugged. I hope this episode we hope this episode blessed your heart. Your host for today was Calvin Cavanda. Thanks for listening and see you on the next episode. Sela.